What's up, ladies and gents, guys and gals, party people, what's shaking over here? Seems like every damn time I do a show up here, I've got a stain on my shirt. Uh, I just left the kicking chicken. I figured I'd go up there and see what was shaking at the kicking chicken. And while it's up there, ate a burger, and I guess I got uh, some burger juice on my shirt. So, what can you do? Seems like it happens every time. I don't know. I don't know, guys. What is what is going on? It is late on a Sunday evening. I figured I'd do a show real quick. Uh, fantastic week at Homegrown Brew House, one seventeen. Yes, it is South Main Street. I checked into it. <laughs> that's that's where I work. Last uh, episode, I couldn't remember if it was south or north for some reason. I had a brain brain fart, brain aneurysm, brain. Dump, whatever you want to call it. Something was not happening in my brain that night. I was trying to think and nothing's happening. So yeah, great week. Uh, we opened up for 50% capacity on the inside this week, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I did that. We also still had the outdoor seating as well. We had to maintain the six to eight feet distance from table to table. I put four tables outside, two seats per table, uh, ended up putting a couple extra chairs out there because there was uh, people, more people out there than I had chairs for. So that was good. And uh, all three nights had pro bono music, which is fantastic. Man, these musicians are just uh, ready and willing. They're, they're ready to get back out there and play some music. Because uh, that's what they love to do. You know, it's not, you know, people think it's always about the money. People want to get paid. People want to do this, that. But uh, people just love to play music is what, what uh, it turns out to be. And, and on the flip side of that, people love to listen to music. So we were open, the scheduled hours were from 4 to 8, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think Thursday I stayed open until 9.30. Uh, Friday I didn't get out of there until a little bit after 10 o'clock. And, and this is by choice, obviously. I could have shut things down at 8 if I wanted to. 
And then last night, uh, Saturday night, because you might listen to this on Monday, uh, Saturday night stayed open and uh, kicked my last, oh, I didn't kick them out of there. They left, the last uh, patrons left at 9 after 11. So, fantastic, man. People really wanted to get out. They wanted to have a place to go sit and uh, socialize. They wanted to have a place to go have a drink. Uh, cold beverage. They wanted some place to go listen to live music. I mean, I, I probably think at least 25% of the people that came in Thursday and Friday, Saturday night, uh, were walking by and saw in the window a band playing in the corner. And um, Thursday night, I had the door open, so the music kind of blended out into the sidewalk. Uh, Friday was a little bit warm. Uh, Saturday was warm as well, so I kept the door closed. But Mr. Fleming Moore brought a long enough cable for his uh, music, for his board to plug into, and a long enough um, extension cord for the power. So we put a, a speaker outside on the sidewalk and, and provided music for the sidewalk in the square and probably all the way across the street. I mean, it was pretty loud. Not so loud where the people outside couldn't have a good time, but loud enough to where it would draw attention. Uh, so yeah, about, I would estimate 25% of the people came in just to see live music. <clears throat> Um, Friday and Saturday night, the late crowd that kept me there uh, later than what I wanted to be there, not what I wanted to be, but what I had scheduled to be, uh, actually came in from other places there on the square that had shut down uh, before we had shut down. So other places had shut down. They uh, looked around the square and said, hey, there's lights on over there at Homegrown Brewhouse. Let's go there and see what's going on. So I got a lot of overflow traffic from people that shut down sooner than we did. So it was fantastic. So Thursday night we had uh, Mr. Corey Dalton Tate and his uh, girlfriend, partner, musical, other <clears throat> uh, Bree uh, Workman, I think is what it, what it is. Workman, I guess that's how you say it. Bree B R I, uh, which is how I spell my name when I when I abbreviate it, but I call it uh, Bri instead of Bree. So they came in and did the, the music from 5 to 8. Actually, they played to about 8.30ish or maybe a little bit longer than that on uh, Thursday. And they rocked it out, uh, did some duo, did some solo, back and forth. And it was fantastic. Sounded great. Everybody really enjoyed it. They had a good time as well. Uh, Friday night, I asked Mr. Ryan Franken to come in. And he came in and did a fantastic set. Uh, Mr. Perth Palmer, Palmer came in with him and played a set as well and, and played on a couple tunes. And then... Mr. Kyle Jackson uh, came in and did some solo and some duo stuff with Ryan as well. So fantastic, man. Great music on uh, on Friday night as well. I think they played from probably the same thing, about five until nine, maybe. Maybe even a little bit after nine. Uh, Three-hour show, a little bit more than three. And then Saturday night, we had Mr. Fleming Moore agreed to come in at last minute. Came in with Mr. Ron Gill of the Low Billies and Bruce Patrick. Uh, one of the originators and the uh, drummer for Live Bay here locally. So, fantastic uh, trio on Saturday night as well. They played probably from six-ish, a little bit longer than that, or a little bit later than that, all the way until nine, maybe 9.30 as well. So, they did a, a really long show too. So, People kept coming in. I even told Fleming, uh, we had a, a big crowd come in after Accidental Wine closed. They came in across the street, and I, I told Fleming, hey, man, <laughs> plug your shit back in, because they were, they were tearing everything down. I said, plug your shit back in, man. We just got uh, 
I think we had five back here. We had another five over here. We had a couple at the bar, another couple there. Oh, no, I'm sorry, four, five, so 10, 14, 15, 16. Probably a good 18 people came in um, after they had shut down and we were tearing apart their equipment. So I wish they would have done another set. And uh, Fleming was maybe, uh, he thought about it for a brief second, a split second to just grab the guitar and just do some real acoustic, not even plugged in stuff, but it was fine. Had the music kick in on the, uh, uh, what did I have plugged in there? I think I had the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers channel going on iHeartRadio, so a lot of good tunes that were playing across there. So regardless, the, the point is, uh, fantastic reopening there at Homegrown Brew House. We're going to do the same thing this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I have uh, Thursday, I have lined up Mr. Fleming Moore again. He's going to come in. Who, know who, who knows what he's going to bring with him? Uh, Friday night, uh, Mr. Ryan Frankett is going to come in and do uh, a second Friday with us. He'll probably bring in a couple special guests as well. And Saturday night is the fourth Saturday of the month, so we've got the regularly scheduled band, the Paul Stone Project, that will be playing the fourth Saturday. So a big, big, big week of music again. Um, I'm probably going to be open maybe 4 to 9 on Thursday, and then we'll do 4 to 10 on Friday and Saturday this week. It's probably going to go uh, further than that, but that's uh, the posted hours. So if people are in there having a good time, they're listening to music, they're drinking, they're spending money, we're going to stay open, or I'm going to stay open. So we'll do that. And then to top off the week that we're going to have this week, because I think it's going to be even better than it was last week there at Homegrown and uh, music-wise and everything else, but to top it all off, we're going to have this thing. This will be on Sunday, May 24th. This is from 5 to 9-ish, probably a little bit longer than that, in the uh, Zen Garden here at the Dale Zen Garden and Pub, my backyard, basically. Uh, I just updated the uh, the posting on Facebook, as a matter of fact, to, to try and uh, describe it just a little bit better, because looking at it here on the, on the, um, uh, the picture that I made for the posting, it looks like we're going to have a full Blue Sphere concert, which is usually five to six band members, and then we're going to have a 40-mile detour uh, finale, which is normally, again, four to five members, maybe sometimes six. So it is not going to be that. This is going to be a stripped-down night. Uh, we're going to start off with, with uh, Mr. Roger Mindwater. He's going to start off with a 30- to 45-minute acoustic set, just uh, he and a guitar and a microphone on the stage there in the backyard before the uh, sun starts setting over here to the west. On the west side of the backyard, he's going to do a little set. And then we're going to have Mr. Mike Friend come up of the Mike Friend Band. Uh, he will be solo as well, just he and a guitar, uh, doing a few tunes for about an hour-ish. Uh, Blue Sphere, they're not going to have a full band. We're not going to rock out rock out and have a big uh, rock show out there in the backyard. It's going to be toned down, stripped down. It's called the Acoustical Jam for a reason. So we're probably, most likely, what I'm hearing... The scuttlebutt on this is that we're going to have uh, Mr. Scotty Oliver and Mr. Tommy Altair from Blue Spear. They'll sit down and do just an acoustical jam of some of their, some of Scotty's original music and some Blue Spear music as well. Maybe a couple covers. Um, and then, uh, 40 Mile Detour, we're having uh, Mark Yampowski, uh, Mark Yampowski, the lead singer and um, founder of 40 Mile Detour. He is going to be riding solo. He's not going to have the rest of the band with him. It is a holiday weekend. It's kind of a short notice gig that we put together. 
to try and get it in before the, the heat of the summer really kind of kicked in and, and have a nice, relaxing, cool uh, spring evening in the backyard there. Actually, it'll be... Um, no, it'll still be spring, right? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Paul Stone, or Paul Petrofesso of the Paul Stone Project, is actually going to sit in with Mark. God damn, I did that last time. I kept hitting this microphone with my hand, talking too much with the hands. But Mark Yampowski and Paul Petrofesso is going to do um, kind of a storyteller, singer-songwriter thing on the stage there as well. So it's all going to be just nice singer-songwriter, acoustical, storyteller-style event. So don't expect some big glam uh, rock show going on. It's going to be super toned, super chill, super toned down, super chill. Uh, to bring your own beer, bring your own chair event. Uh, of course, we'll have some chair. If you don't bring a chair, I'll, I'll find a chair for you to sit in. I got a ton of them over here, already some stuff outside. But we're just going to spread out throughout the backyard. We're going to social distance. We're going to have a good time. Uh, invited the neighbors. They're going to come over and enjoy the, the thing as well. I've still got a few things to try and tie up in the yard this week before the show. Uh, we got some rain today. Uh, it's supposed to be a rain forecast throughout the beginning of the week to, to midweek. So hopefully I get completed what I want to get completed this week before the show on Sunday. But if not, it's going to be fine regardless. Uh, the only thing I have to really do is go over to uh, Homegrown and pick up the stage from Studio 117. It's a, it's a piecemeal stage that uh, Mr. Fleming Moore made that we can set up in different configurations, but I'm going to bring that back here to the house. We'll set it up in the yard. It's going to be an extension of the, the boardwalk that I have there going into the grass. So it's going to be a good little setup, I think. Uh, Mr. Fleming Moore is going to run the sound that night. And uh, I think Mr. Mark Yampowski is going to bring the lighting. And everybody will have a, a few pieces of uh, equipment as far as amplifiers and monitors and uh, guitars and cables and whatever. Uh, Mr. Fleming Moore will probably play some harmonica on some tunes. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a lot of stuff going on. It's going to be a lot of music, and it's going to be a good night. Uh, looks like the weather is going to turn out to be okay right now as far as the seven-day forecast is concerned. Looks like it's going to be about 8% chance of precipitation that day, and we're going to be uh, high getting up into the, to the mid-80s, so it's going to be a nice, comfortable night that night. Uh, I'll have some bug spray out here if anybody is bothered by bugs, uh, maybe even a small fire in the back of the yard. Who knows? Uh, everything will be lit up uh, very nicely. Everybody will have a chance to kind of roam around and experience the yard, the Zen garden, and um, uh, find some romance or whatever they want to do, really. So it's going to be fan fantastic. What were we listening to at the opening of the show here? We were listening to, I just was scrolling through some of my uh, songs that are on my phone here, and this was Foolish Games by Jewel. This is also uh, actually off of her greatest hits album. It says featuring Kelly Clarkson, but I don't know if she came in later. I don't know if I heard her in that first two minutes of the song, but that's what that was. Foolish Games by Jewel. <clears throat> uh, what else we got going on here? The drums are still sitting over here, guys. Oh, matter of fact, here's what we got going on. What am I filming on right now? Well, I am filming on the GoPro. Uh, took way too much time trying to fix the goddamn lens that had scratched and got scuffed and marked up when I dropped it on the concrete, doing some uh, filming for some short shorts of the Zen, uh, the Zen Garden Tales. 
So I was trying to buff that out, man. I had it, I had it going pretty well, and I think I got a little overzealous. I brought the Dremel tool up here. I think I picked up um, a little uh, sandpaper bit that had a little bit too much grit to it. And I ended up uh, kind of putting a groove into the lens that was just as bad as the two grooves that were already in the lens. And it just, uh, yeah, it just became too much. I just fucked it up. So you know what? I went on to Amazon and I said, hey, let's search replacement GoPro lens. What came up? A goddamn GoPro lens replacement for 19 bucks, 20 bucks. I probably, well, not probably. I spent, so I got 5,000 grit, 3,000 grit, and 1,000 grit sandpaper. I spent uh, nine bucks on each one of those packets of, of paper. So what's that? Nine times three, that's 27 bucks. Am I right? I also had my dad bring me some scratch doctor, which I think he bought at the store because I thought he had some in his garage, but I guess he didn't. So he went and bought a brand new bottle of it. So whatever that costs. So now we're up over 30 bucks to try and fix the lens where I could have just bought a damn replacement lens for 20 bucks, for 20 bucks, not for... Where am I from? Kentucky. <laughs> so yeah, I spent uh, not only over $40, but all the time that I spent, because I probably spent a good five hours trying to buff that damn screen out, that lens out. So if my time is worth money, what's my time worth? Well, if I'm making 25, 30 bucks an hour up at Homegrown, that's what my time's worth, right? So 25 bucks an hour, so I spent five hours, Jesus Christ. Now I'm up to 140, $160 when I could have just spent 20 bucks replace the lens. It took me five minutes to put that damn lens in there and get it um, get it dialed in to where it was focused. I'm still, you know, my eyesight is horrible. I'm colorblind. Um, I took a couple test videos. I displayed them on my computer here. I put on my nice little glasses from the military and I tried to make sure that the picture was crystal clear and nice and focused on this thing. So if it's not, please give me a comment. Let me know, hey, it's not quite as clear as what it used to be on the GoPro. And I'll go in and dial, it, dial in that focus a little bit more. You basically got to take off the uh, the cover off of that lens. And I've got to sit there and physically spin it with my fingertips um, and watch it as I spin it to, to see if it's focused in. So it's a pain in the butt, but I think I've got it dialed in. I think it's going to be good. I'm going to open this beer real quick. I'm not going to drink it out of a glass again tonight. This is the Lagunitas Daytime Ale. I've drank this before. I like it a lot. It is 98 calories and three carbs. It's pretty much a session IPA. I think it's really good. I'm kind of building up a, um, a taste for these low carb beers. And what I've noticed the past three days when I was at, uh, when I was at homegrown working and I was drinking some of the beers there just to make sure I knew what they tasted like and I could describe them to customers. Uh, the full-bodied, robust, full-calorie, full-carb beers are kind of, I'm starting to lose a taste for them, really. I'm acquiring a taste for these low-carb ones. When I, when I drink the full-carb ones, it's, too, it's just too much, a little too sweet, a little too malty, a little too, too big, too much on the palate. These are starting to go down easily and easier, and that's, that's good for me because I'm down 18 and a half pounds as of April 15th. Uh, well, as of yesterday morning, but since April 15th, I'm down 18 and a half pounds and it's all due to cutting back the carbs, man. Really, that's all you got to do, man. If you want to lose weight, it's simple. It's not a deprivation diet. It's not uh, starving yourself. 
It's not working for hours and hours in the gym, running on a treadmill, riding a bike, rowing, whatever. Those are all good for your health. They're all good for your heart. They're all good for your cardiovascular system and to build muscle and whatever. But if you want to lose weight, cut out the fucking carbs. That's all you got to do. Carbs are no bueno. Keep yourself below 30, car 30 grams of carbs a day and you're going to lose weight. You're basically cutting out the sugar. You're cutting out the white flours. You're cutting out the grains. Uh, there are no essential carbohydrates. You do not need carbohydrates. Uh, your brain needs some. There's a few things that you need carbohydrates for, but your body will produce those carbohydrates. You do not need to ingest carbohydrates. Your body will turn something else in your body uh, called gluconeogenesis is what it is. It'll turn something into a carbohydrate to use for the brain. But um, you're going to use uh, ketones. If you're, if you're keeping your carbs that low, you're going to use ketones for fuel. And that's what I run off. That's what I've been running off of uh, since probably 2016. On and off. I'll go back. I'll carb cycle a little bit just because I want to I taste some of these things that I, that I haven't tasted in a while. But I don't need them. It's not, uh, it's not something that I have to have. It's something that I choose to do. It's not hard, dude. If you, want, if you want to lose weight, cut the carbs and sit back and just watch the weight fall off. It's as simple as that. You're going to start burning fat for fuel instead of using carbohydrates, and it's just going to melt off your body. It's a fact. It's science. That's all it is. So the bottom line is, get you some damn low-carb beers if you want to drink beer. Drink some uh, super dark red wine, dry. Uh, you can use some liquor if you want to, some bourbon, some, some gin, some vodka, some rum, whatever. Just cut the carbs. It doesn't mean you don't have to, you can't drink, you can't have a good time. Whatever. Whatever. <clears throat> what was I saying? Oh, before I started talking about the camera, so I got the camera fixed. Uh, still looking at the drum set over here. Fucking drums, man. I had a guy that was going to buy them, I don't know, a week or so ago. I uh, had it set up. He was coming to get them on Friday. Uh, about an hour before he was coming to get them, he said, hey, man, something came up financially. I'm not going to be able to pay the, the 200 bucks for the drums. I'm going to have to, to cancel. I, I apologize. I knew I was coming to get him. I told you to hold him for me. Uh, he almost even gave me a deposit at one point to, to make sure I held him because he didn't want anybody else to get him. But then uh, something came up. He couldn't get him. So I had another guy that had offered me uh, $50 less than what I wanted initially. And I said, look, dude, no, this is what I paid for it. This is what I want for it. Uh, take it or leave it. So he said, okay, I'll take it. I'll, I'll go ahead and pay the full price. And I saw, oh, well, um, now that you've gotten back to me and said that, I've already got somebody uh, devoted that is, is coming to pick them up. So if that sale goes through or doesn't go through, I'll let you know. You can come get them. Well, as I said, the sale didn't go through. So I, I got back with that guy. And I said, okay, man, I'm ready. Well, he wanted me to come deliver them. I can't, I don't know how many miles it was, but I'm like, come on, dude, I got to take this thing all apart. I got to load it up into my truck. Now I got to drive over to you and deliver it to you. Come on, you want to buy the damn thing? You know, uh, I'm not Amazon, dude. Come to my house, pick it up. I'm not driving out there to get it to you. Somebody else will come to my house and get it. I'm not being inconvenienced and going out there to you. Uh, so he said, okay, I'll come get it. Uh, we'll come over this day, this day. I said, I'm not, I'm not available right now. So uh, we have to do it a different day. Okay, well, how about this day? Well, I'm going to work that day. You're getting off work. I'm going to work. We work two different shifts. That day's not going to work. So anyway, the bottom line, uh, short story is um, we agreed on today to come pick it up. 
So he texts me. He says, uh, hey, man, what's going on? This was 1140 a.m. Uh, I was out working in the yard. So uh, at 154, I said, sorry, man, I'm working in the yard. He said, are you ready now? And I said, sure. We will just have to get it out of my loft. Uh, that was at 211. He said, okay, send me your address. So at 2.14 in the p.m., I sent him my address. He says, okay. 3.26. So now it's been an hour and uh, 12 minutes. I, I messaged him. I said, ETA, question mark, estimated time of arrival. Never got an answer back from him. 3.41. So now we're another... Uh, Another 14 minutes uh, has gone by. I said, man, I'm going to have to cancel in about 10 minutes. Exactly nine minutes later, uh, he, he messaged me back and said he is supposed to be on the way. So it wasn't even this guy that was coming to my house. It was somebody else. So I said, okay. 417. So let's go back here. Send me your address. Okay, so I sent him my address at 2.14. It is now 4.17. So that's what? Two hours and three minutes. I sent him a message. I said, cancel. It's been hours. He messaged me back one minute later. Whatever you say, bud. I come inside. I'm taking a shower, as a matter of fact, because I was, I was like, okay, I'm done. I told this guy, I'm, I'm canceling. He's not coming to pick up the drums. I came inside. I told my roommate, all right, man, this guy's not coming. I told him to fucking cancel. He's pissed me off. It's been over two hours since he said he was coming. I ain't got all fucking day to wait on him. I'm going to go take a shower. I'm going to, to socialize. I'm going to do something. Everything, uh, things are open. People are out and about. It's a nice day outside. I've been working in the yard all day. I'm going to go out and have a beverage and uh, get something to eat and get some, get some on my shirt as well. While I'm in the shower, this guy, uh, this guy's dad comes to the door. My roommate answers the door. And the guy says, hey, I'm here to get the drums. Uh, my roommate says, sorry, the drums have been sold. Uh, they're not available. Uh, sorry, man. I don't know what to say. So I'm out in the shower. I'm not even dressed yet. I hear him talking to somebody. I hear the door close. I get all, you know, get all ready. I get my, my clothes on. I come walking out the, the room. I'm like, who's at the door? And he said, oh, that was the guy coming to pick up the drums. And I said, well, what did you tell the guy? <laughs> he said, I told him they were already sold. And uh, that, uh, sorry, they were already sold. And I said, dude, the guy was here. Why didn't you just say, hold on for a second and come and get me? And I could have sold, I could have made, I could have made the money. He was already here. I didn't think he was that close. He said, oh, man, I don't know what to tell you. Moments later, I get a text uh, from the guy's son. You sold them to somebody else. My dad just left there. Uh, so I responded, no. I was in the shower. My roommate talked to him. I did not sell them, but I don't have all day to wait on them. Uh, so this guy says, that was crap. You knew somebody was coming. I said, I've only been waiting over two hours with no idea when he was coming. He says, all good. I said, he could try another day, but some of us got shit to do. Been trying to get with you, but it is all good later. So 
Uh, I was pissed off. I could see it, but I'm pissed off as well. I sat here literally two hours waiting on this guy to show up. I got shit to do, man. I ain't got time to fucking wait on his ass. He came all the way over here, inconvenienced himself. Oh, well, he inconvenienced me for two hours. So, fuck him. That's what I got to say about it. So, my drums are back up for sale. 200 bucks. I'll have somebody else text me very soon and want them. So, not a big deal. But that's the story with the drums and why they're still here. I did sell a watch today, though. Got rid of a watch that I didn't even pay for and uh, got 50 bucks for it. So, here's that. Basically, what I'm doing... Um, and I've talked about it many times is I, I'm, I'm ready to hit the road. I had a realtor come over today, as a matter of fact, uh, now that I got the yard back up to part of where I want it. And I think it's a good selling point for the house. I got my realtor back over here and, uh, we decided that, uh, to sell his market right now. Didn't decide that. That's what it is. He said sell his market. Um, it's PCF season. You know, a lot of military are, are moving. At this time of year, usually in the spring is when the spring and in the early fall is when uh, PCSs or permissive change of stations happen. So he said there's not a lot of houses on the market either. So, uh, good lord, my stomach is, I think it's been doing that the whole time. My stomach is making all kind of noise. I think you could probably pick it up on the mic. This mic picks up a lot. So. Uh, but he said, yeah, the, the market is not very saturated right now. There's very little properties out on the market. So uh, it's a good time. It's a seller's market. You know, people are going to uh, try and barter on the pricing and stuff. And you'd be like, hey, man, I don't know what to tell you, man. That's the price. And you know, what are you going to do? There's not really a whole lot of other options out there. So you need to pay the price. Supply and demand, right? It's economics 101. So I'm looking uh, maybe at the, within the next 30 days is what we're looking at to maybe put it on the market and then I'll take, of course, another 30 to 45 days. And then I'm hitting the road, dude. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to post a lot of stuff on Marketplace. So if you're in the local area and you're looking for some stuff, I'll be posting a lot of different things here shortly from electronics to furniture to knickknacks to, um, I don't know, uh, dishware, kitchen appliances, whatever. I'm going to be posting a lot of stuff. So be on the lookout. If you need something, hit me up and I will gladly sell you whatever I got. And this damn computer shit. Okay. It's still on. It keeps going into not sleep mode, but it, it, you know, screensaver mode. I thought I had it set up to where when it was plugged in, it was supposed to not do that. It was supposed to stay on indefinitely because a couple things that I do on here, this thing has to stay on. If it goes to sleep or if it cuts, if it shuts down, it fucks up whatever's going on. So I've got to go in and personalize this thing and do it again. I think that's all I got guys. So we got, uh, let's just recap here. We got the camera fixed. The drums are back up for sale. I'll be selling a lot of stuff on the marketplace. Be on the lookout. Uh, we got three nights of music coming up again at Homegrown Brewhouse, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four to nine on Thursday, four to 10 on Friday and Saturday-ish, or until whatever. Uh, we're gonna have Fleming Moore on Thursday. We're gonna have Ryan Franken on Friday and Friends. Uh, we're gonna have the Paul Stone Project on Saturday. And then we're gonna have the big event here at the Zen Garden from five to nine free entry. It's donation only. So we just want you to, you know, at least donate some money to the cause. 
uh, to come and sit and have a good time with four different bands and semester uh, some special appearances by some people as well. So they got the Mike Friend uh, playing from the Mike Friend band. You got uh, Roger Mindwater starting things off. You got uh, Scotty and Tommy from Blue Spear. That may uh, change, be added to. And then we have uh, Marky M. Powski at 40 Mile Detour with uh, Paul Pietrofesco with the Paul Stone Project sitting in, Mr. Fleming Moore roaming around doing his thing as well, and whoever, whatever other special guests may or may not show up and jam with us as well. So it's going to be a night of socializing and music and camaraderie and friendship and love and whatever. It's going to be a good night. So. There we go, guys. That is all I got. I'm going to make it a short one tonight. We're about 30 minutes in. Uh, we're going to see if we can dial this sound back in. I wasn't real happy with the sound last time. I reformatted my computer and it kind of reset my Audacity settings. So I've got to remember exactly how it's set up. I haven't had anything change on my board, so it's definitely got to be the Audacity settings. Uh, make sure that it sounds better this time. Hopefully the camera is crystal clear. And... Oh, I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. I'm getting a little trim, a uh, little shave, hopefully at Sports Clips. I just want to get the, the sides trimmed up in the back. It's just way too long. It's probably uh, fucking three times as long as I normally have it on the sides and back. And yeah, so next time you see me, I'll have a little fresh trim on the hair. All right, guys. Talk to you soon.